Hello, and welcome to Stride and Saunter, episode 128. I'm Kip Clark, and joining me in the studio today, we have a returning guest, Leland Holcomb. Hi, Kip. Great to be here. And as always, it's great to have you. Today, we're going to be talking about gift cards and what they say about our relationships with people and to the audience who I hope at this point has learned that there's a method to the madness in my picking very specific topics. Before you leave or think that this will be mundane, I assure you there's some nuance here worth exploring. And to begin, I'd actually like to talk about the fact that when giving gifts or even when teaching young children about giving gifts and the cultural ideas associated with gift giving, at least here in the West, because I can't speak to a global culture of gift giving, the phrase I most often associate with gift giving is, it's the thought that counts. And people often say that in reference to how much a gift costs, that you shouldn't be worried about getting someone an expensive gift so long as it's meaningful. Says something profound or affectionate, maybe shows a certain emotion or a knowledge of the person to whom you're giving the gift. And that's what most intrigues me about gift cards. And of course, I have my own thoughts on that, which I will share later. But first, I'd like to hear what you think about that idea, or even, as I ask many guests, what you first thought about when I posed this topic as a potential source of discussion between us. When I first was thinking about what to talk about in regards to gift cards as a gift, my first thought was on some of the best gifts that I've received. And thinking back, I really haven't received all that many gift cards in my life, which I'm actually thankful for. Most of the time I either receive gifts that were purchased or money or something else that they tried to guess that I would enjoy, but I didn't frequently receive gift cards growing up. So I hadn't really given it a tremendous amount of thought until you first posed it, but it's certainly an interesting idea, the fact that you give a gift card. It seems to be like the intermediary between giving money, which is completely impersonal, and getting a gift for somebody. So it's sort of that gray area. And it's in that space that I find it quite interesting to think about whether it's an improvement on money, what it really says about the giver of the gift card, as opposed to giving a gift or anything else. And before you and I actually started recording, you made a very interesting point about this intermediary level and how a gift card, in a way, can say something very personal about the recipient of that gift card that I'd love to hear you repeat for the audience. Yeah, so one thing you have to guess or you have to figure out when giving a gift card is which store to give it for. So it has to make sense to the person that you're getting it for. Sometimes you can get a gift card that would maybe be targeted at using towards a certain item. I remember I got a gift card to a Best Buy once, the thought being I would use it to buy my first computer when I was younger. But you have to kind of guess what the purpose will be, and you'll have to at least put some thought into which store you purchase the gift card to or for. So in that way, you have to make some sort of judgment call when purchasing the gift card. Which I find really interesting, but for the sake of debate, I would pose the fact that many companies or stores increasingly sell a number of products. For example, my mother has purchased headphones and speakers for me from a department store that most people would associate with clothing, and I'm not going to name it for the sake of brand identity here, but I think increasingly sites like Amazon that carry a wide variety of products are appealing in the instance of a gift card because it is more or less money with the slight caveat that it has a brand logo on it and physically is not coin or cash, which is not necessarily more personal than money, which can be applied to any purchase anywhere. 
And I'd really like to know what you think about that. Does the increased diversity of products in markets that were previously very niche and specified make the gift card more impersonal in this gray area between a thoughtful gift and impersonal cash than it previously was? I think definitely, especially if you were to give a gift card to some place like Amazon, it's essentially giving money in gift form. You know that they could use it to buy anything, really. And in that way, it's far less personal. But at least it showed that they wanted to make it evident that it was a gift. So I do think it still is slightly more gift-like than money itself. Although the recipient would probably prefer money to even a gift card in that form. But to me, I also see gifts as being better because they can also function as a gift card if you were to say return the gift. So in that way, it's more you get to make a decision about what you think they'll like. And in that way, you can make it very personal and very connected to your relationship with the person, what their interests are and how you see them. But you also have the out of it can potentially function like a gift card should the gift fail and the recipient not want it. I really like that. And I think it increases the flexibility of average gifts, which to me suggests that perhaps we should continue giving gifts to people because they can more often than not be exchanged for an equivalent value and therefore serve a double function. And I'd like to mention that NBC projected in 2016 that 56% of Americans planned on giving gift cards, which I find to be a very interesting statistic. And coming back to your idea that a gift could function as a gift card, I think the appeal of a gift card is that it doesn't represent as great a risk. And when you offer someone else a gift, at least in our culture and perhaps in every culture where gifts are given, it is a statement about your relationship, about that person. And those are very sensitive topics because our relationships and our identities are sacred in life. It's how we navigate our world. It's how we navigate our societies. And so if you give someone an inappropriate gift or a gift that does not cost as much as would reflect the value of your relationship, you're on thin ice. And that's a dangerous thing to do in a social sense. So I'd be very curious to hear what you think about a gift card as a reduced risk that if I get you clothing that you think, well, Kip, I'd never wear this. Why would you purchase something so garish, unattractive? Or if you don't know my size, Kip, how dare you get me a size that won't fit me? Don't you know that about me? Isn't our relationship more personal than that? Do you think gift cards are meant to mitigate that risk? And do you think that an increased reliance upon gift cards, dare I repeat verbs, risks depersonalizing our relationships with others in the context of the holiday season or other gift-giving periods? There certainly exists the possibility, and I believe that it actually does depersonalize an otherwise personal endeavor of gift giving. But I think sometimes people opt for it for the versatility of a gift card. And because you're actually, when you give a gift card, unlike money, providing that person the experience of then going to buy a gift for themselves, you can use money on anything. But if I get you a gift card, you have to go out and buy yourself something nice. What you're really doing is you're turning it into them buying themselves a gift. And that is far less risky because not only do they get the experience of going to buy a gift, but you'll ensure that they like it or at least they're to blame if they don't like it. And so I think for that reason, people do go to gift cards because they're easy to purchase. They give people the experience of buying things and they also take away that risk of making a mistake or getting them something that they might not need or like. And I think people love to shop, particularly in America. So a lot of people love receiving gift cards. And it does get the intended benefit of giving the recipient a gift. It just may not be a personalized gift, at least from you. 
And I'm so glad that you mentioned the ease with which we can buy gift cards because that idea has been central in how I've started to think about the role that gift cards have in our relationships with other people and their popularity. And coming back to the idea that it's the thought that counts, I would also go a step further and say it can be the effort put into a gift that really manifests in how powerful the gift can be, not only for the recipient, but for the gift giver. I know there have been certain gifts I've given to others that I've poured a lot of time into, whether it's researching a product, ordering something maybe from overseas that took a while to get there, wrapping it in a particularly ornate way and making a night out of that, where I spent a lot of time decorating the outside of the box or gift itself. And I think the interesting thing about the gift card is that time isn't spent. You had mentioned again before recording this episode that you have to go to a store or you can go to a store to buy a gift card, but nowadays, increasingly, that's done online. In fact, you might never even hand someone a gift card. They might be emailed a code that they can use in their purchase. And I think it's not necessarily that things have become impersonal, but to a degree, intangible that you may not spend as much time in researching a gift card because it's a simple purchase. You choose the store and the amount of money you'd like to give that person. And I increasingly see a culture, again, looking at the West and America, of convenience. We do so many things out of convenience and so many products are sold to us on the basis of convenience, on what our smartphones can do, on how social networks are convenient for keeping in touch with people in terms of the media we consume how conveniently it can shave down unnecessary facts or details that we aren't concerned with and give us what we believe is the essence of what it is we'd like to learn about or consume. And to that, I would ask you, do you think we are likely to see an increase in how popular gift cards are going forward, where it is, admittedly, more convenient to get a gift card for someone than to spend time on a gift that, as you've mentioned, may not be what the person wanted? Great points. I think first, as you mentioned, convenience can change culture a little bit. I'm seeing it in my own family. I think we shifted from giving gifts more to giving money. And that transition led to now a decision that we're not going to give gifts anymore. When you start seeing an increase in gift cards, you see that shift away from thinking of gift giving as a personalized thing to an impersonalized thing. And when you see that, then you stop seeing as big a need for the giving of gifts. Because the holidays became a time for giving gifts, not because gifts are great, but because it was a time to get together with loved ones and it was a time for personal connection. And that's why you gave gifts, because we've connected gift giving with that personalized activity and just a show of appreciation for your family and the ones that you care about in your life during times of reflection in the holidays. As those depersonalize, you'll see a shift maybe towards more gift cards and then maybe towards less gifts in general, which could be seen as a positive or a negative thing. But I think it definitely shifts either way the culture of the holidays. I agree. And though I've actually really enjoyed experiences where I've been able to give gifts, and as I mentioned in an episode a year ago surrounding the holidays, there have been experiences where I've received gifts that are very memorable to me. And I associate with very positive feelings of connection and the hard work that someone else put in on my behalf. But I would really love to see if and as gift giving becomes less and less popular, perhaps as a country or within certain families, if people still use the time to get together and spend time with one another, we see an increase in experiences. 
And I know you and I feel similarly, as other friends and I have discussed as well, that where you can't give a gift, it's often a great idea to either buy or arrange an experience with someone else because that's shared time. That's a memory you can build with someone else. And that's really powerful. And I think that a gift card doesn't necessarily have that power. But as we've been very critical of gift cards in a lot of ways, I'd love to hear some positive associations that you might have when receiving a gift card or some ideas that you feel reflect the potential that a gift card holds. Some of my favorite experiences receiving gift cards were times when I was a child and I received a gift card from a store I really liked. In one case, I remember I got a gift card to GameStop and I wasn't a big time gamer, but when I saw that gift card, I didn't see a gift card. I saw a video game in front of me that I was going to use the gift card to buy, but I just saw the gift that I was going to get myself. So what I was really seeing is the ideal gift for me, and you facilitated that. So you didn't buy me the video game, but you didn't have to guess what video game I wanted, but you bought me the gift card that got me the game. And that to me was really awesome and not the same, but definitely very powerful as well. It was a proper guess on your point as well. When you get the right gift card, it's guessing that, hey, I bet you'd like something from this store, but I bet you can imagine what you'd like from this store better than I can. And that together with the convenience factor takes a lot of the stress off the person giving the gift, but also can potentially empower the person receiving the gift to use it towards what they really want to get. And I would add, as someone who's very critical of consumerism, that I admittedly, perhaps hypocritically so, really enjoy, after receiving a gift card, going to that store and browsing. I've really, really enjoyed, whether I plan on purchasing something or not, seeing the stock that a store has, especially as a technophile, seeing the latest products and things that maybe I've heard about but have never tested or touched and used. And often there is a chance to hold a product or use it in some demo capacity. And as someone who really loves the latest in technology, that is in and of itself its own experience. And also as someone who can be very finicky in terms of people I shop with or how I spend my time, whether alone or with others, I do really enjoy getting to go to a store on my own time with my own schedule and preferences for aimless wandering without worrying about boring someone else or having to explain maybe a certain fascination I have to someone who does not share that interest. So there is a certain experience attendant to the gift card in that context. And I know this was a shorter episode, but before we close, what would you like the audience to think about after listening to this discussion? I think this discussion put forward the greater question about why you're giving gifts to the holidays and what it means when you give a gift to someone. So I hope that this podcast episode can help listeners think about who they have in their life that they get gifts for, why they get them gifts, and what the proper gift is. Maybe sometimes it's a gift card, but maybe sometimes you should be giving a gift in place of that gift card because it'll mean something a little bit more. I think that was well said, and I'd like to clarify that my intention going into this episode was not to shame people who give gift cards because I certainly do it myself and have enjoyed receiving gift cards. It is, I would contend, a part of our gift-giving culture at this point, and I don't intend to reverse that, but as with any episode we make, to encourage listeners to think more critically about why we do the things that we do. And I would even encourage listeners, perhaps related to my previous point about the shopping experience, to see if you can find a gift card for someone that will allow you to tag along to a favorite store of theirs and see what their shopping routines are like or where they go in the store as they search for a product. I think it would be very interesting to hear about a gift card you purchased for someone 
and then the experience you have of going with them as they intend to use the gift card and see, in a sense, the gift card taking form as an actual gift that, as you said, they get to purchase for themselves. And of course, Leland, I'd like to thank you very much for coming on and talking about this today. Thank you, Kip. It was my pleasure. But as ever, we want this to be a conversation among, not simply a conversation between. So if you listening have any thoughts, comments, or opinions of any kind, we would love to hear from you. So please reach out to us. You can find us on Twitter or on Facebook, where if you like our page, you'll receive weekly updates when we post new episodes. You can also email us via strideandsaunter at gmail.com. And if you enjoyed this episode, consider subscribing to as well as reviewing the show and sharing it with someone you think might also enjoy it. And as always, we thank you very much for listening. And from thought to word and voice to ear, this is Kip Clark signing off.